What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about sales tactics. I shouldn't be teaching part nine. Go back and check on all the other previous sales tactics once you love today's episode, because we are talking about how to sell yourself, not just in a setting where you're trying to sell a product, uh, but in normal life where you are trying to sell anyone on doing anything and persuasion is extremely important. Last episode, we talked about how to get people's full attention and we talked about the importance of having the confidence and the charisma to be able to get people's attention. And on this episode, we are piggybacking on it by talking about a very effective sales strategy that I use today and I'm going to be giving you some examples because I did five sales appointments today, actually, and I'm going to be reflecting on that. Now, for those of you that listen to the podcast all the time, what's up? I love you. And uh, you probably heard me a couple weeks ago talk about how I was going to go down to just Monday episodes of the podcast, but then Thursday came along and it would have just killed me to not do a release. I do not want to break my streak yet. It's not that hard for me to come up with new content. I have way too much of it to get out. Uh, I, I could come out with a podcast every day. It would start to lack at that point though, I'll be real. But yeah, I can do two a week, no problem. Just to expect that sometimes it will be like this where I just get on the mic and it's not super scripted, but it will be uh, some fire. So make sure you're subscribed, leave a review, and let's get into today's topic. So today I did five appointments for my old sales job, actually, and I am not going back to that at all. However, my roommate is still in the sales job that I used to be in, and my roommate had a sales assistant quit last minute just a couple days ago without two weeks notice and he had appointments scheduled today all day and he said, hey, if you want to go out and do them, I know that you remember how to do it even though it's been like four years and if you want to do it and just get the commission on it, go for it. Otherwise, I'm just going to reschedule these until they can see me next week. And I said, whatever, I, I got stuff I could do, of course, but I could knock out five appointments and just get a little bit more in-person sales experience. It's been a while and I would like to just get a refresher. And it, it went well. I sold on four out of five of the appointments. And on one of them, I got a reminder of one of the sales tactics that I used to teach in the past that is more advanced, and I thought it was such a great example for it. And what it is, is that when you are handling objections, you want to handle them non-verbally, and you want to handle them with a confused tone that doesn't fully accept the customer's objection. So for example, if the customer is telling you, oh, I got to talk to my wife, or I got to think about it, or I don't know if I can afford that, or I got this coming up, and whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. It's all the same stuff. It's all just a smokescreen objection. What you want to do is make sure that you don't just snap into agreeing with them. Like, oh yeah, of course, of course, no, no problem. Um, yeah, well, thank you so much for your time. And you just accept the no sale right away. Or you say something like, yeah, no problem. Uh, let me show you a different option. And you just drop down right away. There is a level to understanding how interested the customer is. And this really, really comes from experience because the appointment that I did today that, uh, you know, how I acted on it, it took so much experience 
to understand when a person who everything out of their mouth is, I'm not going to buy today. And I still knew they were going to. So I had this lady, she was looking at a $170 order and she just kept talking about how much she wanted it and how much she would use it. However, she's got this expense and that expense and whatever. The thing is, there's no reality in which she buys this and is on the street because of it. There's also no reality that she buys this and regrets it because she had told me that the item that she was looking at, she would use every day. It, it was a gardening tool, all right? And she has uh, hands that aren't that strong. And the gardening tool that I was selling her, they were pruners just to be like totally clear like exactly what's happening here. They're super sharp pruners. They work extremely well. She went out to the garden and used them, worked better than anything else she's ever used telling me about how she's going to be running her garden the next few uh, months and just she's out there every day chopping away and the ones she has are total shit. She has absolutely no reason to buy them, uh, not to buy them. And she's telling me about how her finances are whatever and she's getting cut on her hours at work and all these things. However, it's only 170 bucks and she could split it over two payments and she told me, you know what? I, I can't get it today. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll do it next time you guys come out, or maybe I could maybe next month. It's my birthday. I could give you a call then. And right then, I heard enough that I just started putting in the order. So I pulled out my phone. She didn't know what I was doing, but I just started putting in the order because I already know where where this was going. And how I acted when she was saying all this is I kind of looked at her like I understand. But I'm kind of confused because, all right, so like you're gonna use them all the time. This is what my face is showing, right? This is what my tone is implying. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, got it. Yeah, I mean, we're we're not going anywhere. It makes no difference to me. Like it, it sounds like you'd use them a lot, and it, and then I just kept kind of cycling back and letting her talk it out because I knew that she had no reason not to buy them more so than save the $85 today and the $85 that she'd be spending next month because she could split on a toupee with no interest. She's talking about how she might buy them next month for her birthday. And what I did in that situation is I did two things. One, I said something that was a complete relief of all pressure in the salesman dynamic. So I said, hey, makes absolutely no difference to me. Uh, it sounds like you'd use them a lot. So that's why I was just trying to figure out if there was a way that I could help you get these and making sure that she knew that I was on her side. And then I said, uh, really nothing, but I just kind of acted confused. So while she was telling me, yeah, I can't do it. And she was unsure herself. I made sure that subtly my body language and my facial expressions we're like, yeah, it doesn't really seem like you have a good reason not to get it. And there's a lot of sales reps that would just see that as, dang it, I got a no sale, I lost. And, and they would just either start wrapping it up, agree with the customer completely and consider it a no sale, or they would drop down to something else. If, but I mean, this was a single item. There was nothing else to drop down to. And I already discounted it as much as I could. So there was really nowhere to go. And I just kind of sat with it. But like I said, as she was talking this out, 
I started ringing in the order on my phone. And she said, yeah, I, I can't get it. But, um, you know, I really appreciate your help today. Let me go get you a tip. And she just goes and starts looking for cash. And while she does that, even though she just told me, I can't get it today, let me just get you a little tip for coming out and, and sharpening my uh, knives and such, because that's the premise that our appointments happen under. We sharpen their knives and other products and pruners and things like that that they own. And then if they want to buy more, they can. And I'm just still writing, putting in the order. I already knew that she was going to come back and say that she could do it. And she came back and said, uh, you know what? I can do it. No, uh, I can't. No, I can't do it. And I'm just still sitting there, like just putting in the order. She doesn't know what I'm doing. But she's like, yeah, I can't do it. No, I can't. So yeah, let me. here's, here's $5 for, for coming out. I just really appreciate it. I said, yeah, I, I appreciate that. I mean, tip is really not necessary. Um, but, you know, thank you so much uh, anyways. And I, I accepted it. I was like, whatever. I mean, if you're not going to give me any money then uh, with the commission, then whatever. I'll take <laughs> the $5. And, uh, and then she gets up again. And she's like, well, let me go, let me go try these one more time. And she goes out to the garden again and she starts using these pruners again. And then that's when I knew like for sure she's going to get them. And she comes back and she brings the branch in that she cut. She's like, look at the branch that I just cut with these. Cause I, a very important part here is the product is that damn good. Okay. I sold Cutco products and there is not a product on the planet that beats Cutco. So I know that. If she just goes and uses it a little bit more, it's game over. So when she went back out, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I was already on the last step when she came back. And she's, she comes back. She's like, oh, it's, it's fine. I'll get him. And, and I gave her the five bucks back. I was like, you know, I'll get a, a commission on this. And I know that t- it, you're tight right now. So please take the $5 back. And she said, oh, well, thank you so much. And she accepted it. And then I was like, yeah, no problem. And... You know, I, I didn't need the tip in that situation. I was like, this is totally fine. I'm still going to make uh, a decent chunk off of, even though it's 170 bucks, they pay pretty good commission in Cutco. But um, yeah, so I was like, I, I gave the five bucks back just because I, I don't really care about like just taking the max amount of money that I can get from people. But I know that she'll love those. And I kept telling her, remember, if you don't love these, call me right away because I will return them for you. I will send you shipping labels prepaid. We'll get it returned if you don't absolutely love it. So that's another thing is I kept going on to the warranty there where I was talking about the post-purchase. And also the warranty, it's totally fine to say as long as you already know they're not going to return it. And like I said before, you need to understand this about sales There's no scenario where she buys this and is like now out on the street or now I can't send my kids to college because I spent $170, 85 bucks over two months. I was like, you know, there's, I'm not really taking that much money. Like this lady was just, you can tell that she recently consolidated her finances, put together a budget, and she felt like she was spending this money on something that seemed like a luxury. But at the same time, she's in the garden every single day and she has pruners that don't work and her hands aren't very strong. Like it's absolutely ridiculous to not have the proper tool. So because of all of that together, when she's telling me these objections, I just made sure to not really believe her with my tone. I, I was like agreeing, but there was just a little bit of, uh, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. 
it, like it, it just I, I didn't ever fully agree with her and while she was explaining it I gave her a look of confusion that made her just keep talking because the thing is the longer they go on and on about their objection the closer they will get themselves to buying and it seems like it would be the opposite but what is the strongest objection a customer can give you no thank you no thank you with nothing else at the end just no thank you if they say oh no thanks i gotta talk to my wife what does that say no thanks i gotta talk to my wife but i do want them is how that sentence completes no thanks it's a little bit too much money it's a little bit too much money but if i could afford it i would Every other objection implies interest, that they want it if they say anything else other than no thank you. So for that reason, the more words that come out, even if it's, oh, I got this expense and that expense, they're just getting themselves closer to, but I guess I could do this. So like I was even at the point where I was like, well, if you eat out a couple less times next month, I mean, that could even cover it right there. So like you have your birthday next month, so you could spend 85 bucks on yourself this month and then next month, just the 85 just comes out of like whatever you were gonna get yourself for your birthday. But it just seems like you'd use this every day. Again, like it, it really makes no difference to me um, if you get these or not. It, it just seems like if you did get them, you wouldn't regret it. And she's like, no, I, I would not regret it if I got it. And I just like, Again, this comes with experience of knowing what you can say to people and how far you can go and what they are going to say. I already know the words that are going to come out of her mouth, and it's because I've done like 5,000 plus of these sales appointments. So I do have to say that know that you won't be great at this just because you heard this podcast episode, but the core of what I'm trying to teach you is when you're handling objections, if the customer's objection legitimately does not make sense and they have every reason to be buying, make sure that your tone doesn't just accept their objections blindly to the point that you cut them off from talking it out long enough before they just talk themselves back into it. Because if I had said, oh yeah, no, no, yeah. If you got expenses, no, let's not do this. Okay, yeah, hey, I'm not going anywhere. We'll get these for you next year. I would have absolutely screwed her over because now she wouldn't own those pruners for gardening season. It's just the start of summer. In Colorado, we just got so much rain. She needs these things. Like this is not me trying to get a commission. Like take out the commission and this lady still needs these things. So uh, you do have to have something that actually solves the problem, but this person needed these and it was a little more than she wanted to spend, but it wasn't going to break her and she should absolutely do it. And just like she said herself, there's no scenario where she would buy these and regret it later. It's just a little bit painful when you're parting with the money initially, especially because she had just done some financial budgeting and was like, wait, I just like told myself I'd save money and then here I am spending it. So like, hold on. It just kind of like makes them really need to sit with it for a while. So I'm saying make sure your response lets them sit with it for a while longer rather than accepting it and getting out of there before it's too early. If you can tell the customer's truly on the fence, then let them stay on that fence a little bit longer, maybe say some things, and because I had a really great rapport with her, because we had been talking for so long and I had 
shared many laughs together. She completely trusted me. She knew that I knew what I was doing. She knew that I wasn't there just to like get money and wasn't a sleazy salesman. That's why I was able to say a lot of the lines. So the foundation was built correctly too. But that is the sales tactic I should not be teaching you guys. Handle objections non-verbally. Act a little bit confused when the customer tells you an objection that doesn't fully make sense. Even though you're agreeing with it to keep the pressure low and the conversation rolling, you're confused because it doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't, it's, okay, yeah, I, I, I guess, okay. I mean, it just seems like you'd use them a lot. So yeah, it doesn't matter if you get them, but I was just trying to figure out if I could make it work for you. Oh, I, I can make it work for you. Boom, yeah, I had already written it up on my phone because I had been through that scenario enough times to know what it, what it looks like when someone is going to buy. They just need to sit with it a little bit longer. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure you check out the group Coffee with Creators. Today is June 1st, which means that you just missed the first meeting this morning. Unless it's before 8.30 Mountain Time, then you can still get in in the description. Otherwise, I hope to see you there next month because uh, you can still get in for 25 bucks uh, for your first month to try it out. If you're like, hey, I really don't know if this is a good idea or not and spend $25 to figure it out. It's not that big of a deal. And if you love it, then you can stay in after and I'm sure you will. So I hope to see you in the next Coffee with Creators. Get the details in the description. Ciao.